So, where we last left off, the party was reeling after the uh, capture of Caius and the death of Bertie uh, and subsequent resurrection. Uh, Bertie is back. He is technically at full health, but he's uh, somewhat exhausted by the resurrection process. Um, the party then managed to sneak their way back to uh, to the headquarters of the Concord, where they were able to uh, kind of regroup to an extent, do a bit of planning, um, and have a bit of a talk, culminating in a discussion between uh, Anya and one of the Concord's higher-ups uh, on the rooftop, uh, offering basically full access to the the command structure of the Concord and any resources they have in order to help the party gain access to information uh, and exploit any potential weaknesses that they can discover. And that was, as we said, the start of the intrigue against the Wizards of the Ruins. So, uh, how this is going to work is, for the most part, we'll RP as normal. But you do have the option, once every day, to take a domain action. Who takes that domain action doesn't matter. Um, you have, you can, you can take it or but you don't have to each day. Um, you have a number, I believe it is eight total domain actions that you can take between now and the end of the campaign. Each of those domain actions can be used to do basically one of four things. You can either bolster your own resources uh, or defenses, uh, try to undermine the enemy's defenses, um, do something in general with one of your domain skills. So that is diplomacy, espionage, law, or operations. So that might be researching something, um, trying to get uh, some other nearby organization or the general populace on side, um, what have you. Uh, op start a spy operation to try to find something out under someone's nose. Um, and the fourth thing that you can do is use one of your powers or features on your uh, domain, uh, your organization sheet, which you all have access to. Um, so, you all wake up after a night of rest. Uh, Bertie, you're a bit better. You're still not fully back uh, fighting fit, but... You're, as you've had a long rest, your penalty for the resurrection sickness, basically, goes from four to three. Awesome. Fun times. Mm. Is there anything else folks wants to do in this morning? I do want to note that Anya um, did not wake up, for she did not go to sleep. <laughs> um, okay. So she does have a level of exhaustion today. Yep. Um, and, and you don't regain spend... any spell slots 
that you may have spent. Yeah, which is fine. Um, and she, um, sorry, my mind just went entirely blank then. Um, yeah, so she hasn't slept for the night, um, and she had spent the night keeping an ear out, um, and listening for anything suspicious, um, be it both on the horizons and watching as well um, on the horizons as well as within the organisation from her position on the roof. So she may have moved a couple of different times um, to hear from different vantage points um, throughout the night um, just to see if there were any quiet secret conversations. Do you want me to roll something um, to yeah, see if roll- she discovered anything? Yeah, roll me a perception check. Maybe if it's particularly high, you might get something juicy. I mean, it is on you, so. That's why I said particularly high. For some reason, my mouse decided it didn't want to play, so this might take a little bit longer um, than it would otherwise pull. Alrighty. Okay. I, would I roll this? Uh, what's the first level of exhaustion? Uh, I do. believe yeah. it is. There's my. Is it disadvantage on skill checks? Uh, I believe it is skill checks. I think. Yeah. So. Is, yeah. So ability checks. So your attack, oh. your attacks and saving throws are still fine, but your ability checks, yeah, are at that penalty. The lower was a twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Okay. Yeah. Um. You hear whispers of um of some some sort of bolstering effort on the part of the wizards. Like, that they that they are seemingly attempting to bolster their resources. Cool. Um, as soon as um, the usual time would be that Newman would wake up, which I know will not be the case this morning given um, the activities of the previous night. Um, She's going to jump down from the roof, um, go inside and get a mug of mug, like the, like the tavern mugs, like the pitcher, I guess, um, of coffee. A tankard, that's the word I'm thinking of, um, of coffee and um, a plate full of food. Actually, she's going to get two tankards of coffee, two plates full of food. Okay. Um, and the first one, she's going to very uh, quietly, and I'm happy to roll a spell for this as well, um, place it in Birdie's room. I don't know whether Birdie would be awake or not, or whether Ross would be, as I believe Ross was staying in there the night. Um, depends on what time Newman usually wakes up, honestly. Um, but would you like me to roll a stealth for that? 
Um, what are what are the passives? Can you possibly fail? Um, um, so the minimum she can roll on a stealth is a twenty-seven. Yet neither of them can beat that with a passive. Cool. Um, so she Newman Newman comes close. Newman yeah. comes close, but still misses it by one. She sneaks it into their room and scribbles a quick note, um, just signing it A. And then she, with the other plate of food um, and pitcher of coffee, tankard of coffee, um, she goes to Newman's room and she knocks quietly on the door. Um, quick question. Was Sam ever given his key? I think we uh, can we I can mean, assume that he would have been. Because if not, he would have been locked out. Sam's <laughs> <laughs> just sleeping on the floor. <laughs> at Newman's door. It's it's easy enough to assume that he would have been at some point. Um Yeah, sure. It's not like Newman... he couldn't have gotten the spare key from the staff. Yeah. You know? Uh Newman will open the door and he's looking pretty scruffy but is he feeling scruffy Darby that's the real question um just probably a con save for your night of drinking sure 11 11 yeah you're you're fine like you're not you're not bright and chipper necessarily, but um but yeah. So what would not, usually not, be not a... ill or hungover either. What would usually be a Yeah lol is now a uh hey on you. Hi, Newman. Um can I come in? Yeah, isn't it like night time though? What are you doing? No, you, um, you'd usually be up this early. You just had a bit of a night. I thought I would, um, she sort of holds up the tankard and the plate. I bought breakfast. Is there bacon? As he's like using his eyes to dissect the, the breakfast, looking for bits she, of um, sort of shoves it forward and she's like I just told them to give me whatever was going so yes okay well thank you very much um geez should I get used to this I like this actually (laughs) breakfast in bedroom I don't mind it Can, can I come in oh uh yeah yeah sure Sorry, I thought you were just coming here to give me breakfast. <laughs> um, he sits down, leaving the door open as he shoves food in his mouth and takes a skull of some... It was coffee, I believe, in the tankard. Yeah. Um, Anya follows him in and then she um, very quietly closes the door. Um, and I think she probably takes a seat... Um, either on the end of the bed or if there's like a windowsill that she can sort of perch herself up on if it's 
Deep yeah. enough, she'll yeah. sit on that. Um, and she just sort of swings her legs a little bit and she's like, um, I have a few things I want to talk to you about, if that's okay. Yeah, what is it? Um, firstly, I don't know if you remember, I'm not sure if you had started uh, when I mentioned it to you, but I want to commission something from you. Um, yeah, no, I remember this, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I I just didn't want... I hope you don't mind that I waited until today. I didn't want your... How are you hoping? Um, he didn't hear that because he was <clears throat> taking a big slurp out of his tankard and his the pressure in his head actually changed with such a big gulp and his eardrums didn't quite receive any vibrations. Could you say that again? How are you holding up, Newman? Oh, yeah, I'm fine. I'm good now. Yes, that was fun. Oh, you should have seen us. You missed out. <laughs> Jake, take inspiration for justifying that tech issue narratively. <laughs> and that's my third inspiration. Stop. You haven't given that me is, any opportunities to use it. That is... You can use it whenever you want. I know. What? Do I do I use inspiration for... Jake, just okay. take the goddamn inspiration. I, you I can use, give them to people. Three, three is the max you can have now. Okay, cool. I was just going to say, I use an inspiration to take a gulp of my coffee. <laughs> Shut up. You can give That's not something you can use for its use inspiration for because it's not a role. Um Anya uh she frowns a bit at that and she's like Um Newman, you lost a friend yesterday. Two if you count Bertie. Well what happened with Bertie? Yes, um, but I am absolutely certain that Caius is alive and that we will get him. And I'm very worried about Birdie, but I don't see how me being sad in front of him is going to help them right now. And I will have a proper chat with them when the moment comes up, but I just don't see... I've, I've had you my know. moment... I've had time to process, and I will wait eagerly for a conversation with Bertie. Newman, Bertie's not here. You don't have to hide any. Look, I get it. It's all I'm saying. And as worried as I am for Bertie, I'm worried for you and Ravari too. In what sense? Well, how long do you have? Not too long, I guess. Busy day, especially if I'm doing a commission. But, look, I can make time. 
I'll just have to cut some corners, but don't tell Bertie. <laughs> we were almost half a party down. We are once again looking into the eye of the storm. Yourself and Uravari have high stakes with what we are doing and the insurmountable amount of pressure that you both must be under knowing that any action could be the wrong thing not only for you but for your entire community I think I have good reason to be worried the way I see it is the situation in we're in right now is not good. However, we are the closest we have ever been to making any significant change here. This this is huge. And that's literally what I'm clinging on right now. That's what I'm clinging on to. Yes, any decision we make could go either way. It could end terribly, like basically what's happened the entire way so far. But now we have some time to think, plan, and my very first thing I want to do is I want to look for Kaius. I want to, I want to recover. I want to rebuild. I want to regroup. And then I'm hoping that eventually we can all work together once again. But it's going to take time. There's uncertainty, and I'm not necessarily thinking about failing at the moment. I'm only thinking about what can I do differently and what should we do next. And I'll be completely honest, that is um, it's basically all I've been thinking about. I, I know I'm not the best example of emotional maturity amongst our group. In fact, I think in a lot of ways, the way you and I deal with things are opposite. But I'm worried that if there is a moment of failure, if you can't find Kaius, if we fuck up here, or if we try our hardest and do our best and even lose, I'm worried that you will lose a part of yourself that it doesn't come back so all I'm all I'm saying I think it's great that you're being positive and that you're focused and that you're not trudging through and being held back by the things that could happen I think that's wonderful but Newman just don't forget that you can take breaks too yeah um I you know me I like to take a good break every now and then and I know that I can heavily rely on everyone here with us at the moment if I need to take a break. But in terms of losing a piece of me, I think I've hit rock bottom probably more times than I can count on two hands. And I reckon that 
if I was to lose a piece of me, it's already long gone. And this is where I'm at at the moment. And if, for whatever reason, things get any lower, I've built a safety net around me. I have friends to catch me. I have friends to pull the weight. <laughs> I don't think I can hit rock bottom any lower than what I've hit so far. And I know that I can be fished right back up as soon as that gets anywhere near the case. Okay. So while I'm not denying, I guess it's a more, little bit more of an acceptance and I just process things in my own time. And if I need the help, I will happily come to you guys. I try and be as transparent as possible, so I'll be honest. Yesterday was a bit of a sad day for me, um, but you know, I had a chat with some people, uh, some ethereal beings, um, ones right there in the stables, wink, wink. And um, look, <clears throat> um, I'm good. And just believe me when I say I'm good, not because I know there's a lot riding on this, but I kind of handled this in my own way and I'm feeling really good about it at the moment. And I'm just trying to be optimistic at the moment. Anya has like a soft sort of smile at that. And she's like, I trust you, Newman. And if you say you're good, I know you're good. Thank you for indulging me. Uh, yeah, it's all good. Thank you for the breakfast. I guess if you'll indulge me a little further before I get to the job. Yes. I want to ask your opinion on something. And I want you to think about it. Like, properly think about it. Because I'm not asking you to make this decision for me. I am asking because I value your opinion and because I know how important all of this is to I I am blind and that is not a part of me that I am ashamed of nor is it a part of me that I think is a hindrance or something to be taken as a crutch I know that regardless of whether I am sighted or not sighted, I can do this. However, I do not want in any capacity to let down you or Bertie or Caius or Ross or Rook. I am, while we are staying here, going to leave the contacts in so I can be of best use. Should, and once again, I'm just asking your opinion on this. I am not asking you to make the decision. The decision is mine and mine alone. 
should I keep them? Not forever, but just until we see your country sink. Yeah, I mean, it's completely up to you. It's literally in the terms and conditions that I put in the box. Did you read them at all? Or... <laughs> it, it, it specifically says that it is entirely not up to me whatsoever. This is a gift to you. These are now your possession. However, no refunds. Me and Birdie did a thing a while back and I learned a lot of tricks. So I learned all the legalities Newman. and stuff Newman. like that. So... Newman. Newman. I'm not... I'm not asking you to make this decision for me. I'm asking for your opinion. I'm asking for what you think. Um, well, you obviously took them off for a reason. And if that reason is because they make you feel uncomfortable, then I don't see why you should wear them unless absolutely necessary. If they, I don't know, bring back bad memories. And I, I'm not too familiar with what it's like to lose sight if you're more comfortable without sight then sure that's completely up to you i will never stop being awkward about it. i will never remember that like <laughs> i it's just i'm a i'm a visually expressive man and if that leads to awkward situations then so be it as long as you're happy and comfortable then yeah i don't really mind what you do and if that's how you feel then yeah don't wear them Anya, um, she smiles warmly at that and um, her eyes aren't quite welling up, but you can tell that there's something sort of behind them that's a bit emotional. Um, and she kind of um, pushes herself up off the windowsill and walks over to Newman and she takes both of his hands um, as long as he's not currently mid-eating um, and she squeezes them and she's like, you're a really good friend, Newman. I don't think I tell you that enough. You are, you are my friend and I love you and I appreciate you. Don't let anything happen to you like what happened to Bertie. Because I will bring you back and kill you myself. Yeah, that just doesn't make logical sense and you know it. You're right, I wouldn't kill you again. That would just be a waste of a time. <laughs> Very true. But yeah, no. Um, yeah, you got to be a good friend to have good friends. Treat others how you expect to be treated. All that, All that stuff. Um, my friends with life. me <laughs> <laughs> because you're a valuable asset you're a great friend you're understanding and expressive and you don't take shit okay no good point um it's very refreshing how about that commission hey <laughs> oh yeah no i've got zoot over there ready with the and he just clicks his fingers towards Zoot Zoot in the other corner of the room. And he's been waiting there the entire time with like a, a notepad and a pen waiting for this commission. I, um, 
Are you able to customize the look of your commissions? Or do they have to be like store-bought? Uh, I'll be making it from scratch so I can make it look like however you want it to. Perfect. Depends what it is um, though. I will be taking shortcuts as we mentioned, but we'll see. I want to make Bertie a cloak of elven kind. It's not... <laughs> he wants to be a bit more subtle, but I don't necessarily think he should. So I feel this is a good compromise. Yeah, no, that's absolutely possible. The magic side of it will literally take no time at all. And I mean, literally, I can just touch a cloak and bang, but it's the cloak that I need to make myself. Of course. So I will, Birdie, um, Birdie, what do we want Birdie to look like in this cloak? I think I have some notes and, um, that's where we're leaving that scene, yeah. by the way. <laughs> All right. Uh, Ross and Bertie, is there anything that the two of you are doing of the morning? Well, I don't know what the sleeping arrangements would have been, but uh, Ross would have just fallen asleep wherever in the room, just fully, like, curled up around a stolen pillow, just fully zonked out. And uh, I preemptively rolled her con save, and it was a 17, so she is not at all hungover, which makes sense, because she didn't actually drink that much. Especially not compared to old Newman and Sam, but, uh... Yeah, I imagine Bertie probably would have, like, tried to pester Ross quite a lot. Like, oh, to, like, bring, like get, get him more alcohol. <laughs> um, I don't know whether Ross would have um, done that or not, but he would have been very, like, yeah, so anyway, oh my gosh, let, 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 yeah, actually, that would make me feel really great, that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. yeah. She would have she done it a couple times, like, you know, but at a certain point she would have kind of cut him off and just kept coming back with, like, sodas <laughs> and just being like, nope. That's what you're drinking. Uh, um, yeah, but however she wakes up, she just kind of sits up and she's just all nonsense. Like, just everything's everywhere. And she's good. Buddy. Um, Buddy kind of like, because uh, like Ross is doing that, she wouldn't like notice, but he's kind of he's not on the bed he's been um like i can't i can't imagine because this rooms are like very just like nondescript um just like basic like they wouldn't have a mirror or anything like that no. so he's just like he's just been kind of standing in a certain space of the room um uh and um he kind of like uh just turns around very suddenly um when ross uh talks uh, and he's still like just in his like trousers and his shirt now instead of like everything else is taking all that off. Um, it's easier to sleep in. <laughs> um, but both of his ears uh, like kind of prick up, turn in the direction that Ross is, and then he kind of like turns around. Um, he's uh, like 
still looks mostly like how Brady normally looks, but like the earrings are still those little sun um, symbols. Um, and he still has the little embers instead of the leaves. But he's like, oh, uh, yep, yeah. good morning. Morning. How'd you shape up? Ah, um, yeah. Surprisingly fine, so that's, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, he kind of, like, scurries over to Ross. Uh, I suppose, like, um, Ross is probably going to pass the perception for this. Um, Bertie has, and she would know this from context clues, um, Bertie has, like, a little ear, like, little ink, um, like, a little, little spot where, like, a little thumb, thumb pad would have, like, pressed, um, on one of his temple, I believe. Um, pink ink or something. Um, but he kind of just, like, just scratches this and like yeah no it's okay hmm. how are you she... feeling good she reaches up and she kind of just thumbs at it didn't work huh uh when she does that he kind of uh, flinches away for the listeners um this is uh what Bertie used to cast uh, this is a tell a sign of what Bertie's used to cast dream before um which you can listen to in one of our bonus episodes. Uh, it's the Ross and Bertie one. No, it's not. It's the Ross, Bertie, and Sam one. <laughs> um, but yes, uh, and yeah, he kind of just like moves away a bit after she does that. Like, no, 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 it didn't. <laughs> Which just means he's on another plane, so that's fine. Um, but I'm just going to keep trying to see if that changes. You saw him. You know he's okay. I saw him, yeah. Yeah, so, um... Uh, he kind of, like, uh, starts to tear up again, and then, um... Just kind of, like, uh, steps back and just turns away for a moment. It's like... <sighs> uh, yeah, anyway... <laughs> um, yeah, no. Cool. <laughs> How are you feeling today, apart from, you know, shaping up after having a bit of a drink? <laughs> Boy, I can use one now. <laughs> I'm good. Good. We have some time off to work some stuff out and it'll be good. Yeah, no, good. Um, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, that, that'll be good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. Yeah, I, um... Again, I'll probably need some time. Uh, don't I know. want to get out at the That's... moment. <laughs> you can take all the time you need. That's... It's fine. Yeah. But don't worry, I'll be ready to go on the mission, uh, you know... In a couple of days, so yeah. <laughs> she she looks a little um out of sorts, like and she's kinda opens and closes her hands a couple times and she goes I'm sorry I'm bad at this. Uh, no, it's fine. <laughs> it's it's not bad. It's it's fine. No, just, 
Anyway, what do you want to do this morning? We don't have to go out, but I can... Oh, how long has it been? I can probably grab you breakfast or something. Um, uh, we can just hang out or... Yeah, no, it's um, it's okay. I, I probably need a bit of time to myself. Um, I don't need to eat very much anyway, so <laughs> it's fine. You can get me a drink. That would be great, actually, though. <laughs> Um, but yeah, um, <laughs> and then I, <laughs> looks over to, um, he would probably at that point cast his gaze over to where Anya, I think, left some stuff for them. Um, he's like, okay. Cool. Um, and it kind of like probably more hastily patters over to there to go and investigate that. I assume the note. Does the note say anything in particular or is it just like this is from Anya? It just has um, her initial. Um, oh yeah, that's <laughs> fair. Which for from her is a justification of yeah, this is probably a sign to them that uh, this is not someone random trying to poison them. <laughs> yeah. I don't know whether there's, there's more terrifying. Uh, that's probably from Anya. I don't know whether that's more terrifying or not, but that's fine. It means that I've got food, so that's cool. Um, yeah, no, that's it's... good. <laughs> also, Bertie can't be poisoned. Oh, true. <laughs> um... And he kind of like spins around um, and just sort of like uh, laces his fingers together. A little bit more po- poised, I suppose, than he should be. He's like, um, you shouldn't feel bad about however you're behaving. That's fine. Um, well, no, I just, you. I just don't want to support you wrong. I guess. Okay. Well, if I'm making you uncomfortable, you don't you don't need to. Um, no. Yeah, uh, no, never. Ah, because I know how difficult it must be for you um, about last year. So um, that's that doesn't matter. No, um, of course not. <laughs> what, what matters is however you need me. I'm here for you. I'm just... Yeah. I'm just sorry that I don't know the right things to say, but I just want you to know that I'm trying to say them. I guess. Um, but he kind of like he again looks he does look quite visibly like he's starting to get more visibly uncomfortable Um, he kind of like ponders for a moment he's remembering something he's like "Uh, it's fun um, the fact that you know you're um, 
that's what you want, I guess. That makes me feel better, I suppose. <laughs> so, um, that's okay. What? Uh, I... Ross, are you... Are you here for, for me at the moment? Of course I am. Or are you here for you? <laughs> I just want to be clear, I guess. I'm not saying it's bad. It just... Uh... Sorry, I, um... I really I... need some time alone at the moment. <laughs> no, that... Okay. Uh, I'll see you later. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. You Have a good breakfast. Comfortably. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no problem. She leaves very uncomfortably. And as soon as she like shuts the door behind her, she just has a moment where she just kind of stands in the hallway and then like just for a moment just kind of like ah like looks as if she wants to scream but it's very internal and then she just shakes that off and uh goes to go get breakfast okay so, uh, just in general, over the course of the day, is there anything in particular that people want to do? Um, Newman uh, is uh, making a cloak. I very, believe very... that doesn't take you all that long to do. Yep, yep. But he would like to put a little bit of effort into it. Yes. Um, I know your sheet doesn't have you written as having this proficiency, which is my bad in when I put the, uh, infiltrator, but I think you can use, um, you do technically have proficiency in, uh, the disguise kit, and I would allow that to transfer over to, um, to making a cloak, so... Um. I also have proficiency in any tool I want as well with of my course. feet. So, yeah, I just have proficiency in uh, cloak making tools. <laughs> Which is, I believe, a weaver's kit or something like that. Yes. So I will fashion myself a weaver's kit using my yeah. feature and I will do that. Yes. Um, yeah. So. Um, there are two things that Anya wants to do today mm -hmm. um and i eddie am contemplating in what order she wants to do them um darby can you remind me what the name was of the person who she met on the roof last night that was uh yadel and how do you spell that uh y-e-i-d-a-l so um Anya has overnight while she was thinking after a conversation with Yadel, she has had an idea 
um, of something that she wants to attempt to um, hinder, I guess, the wizards. Um, But after her conversation with Newman, um, she is thinking a fair bit about Ross. Um, so I guess me, Eddie, I'm going to ask you, Zoe, um, whether you would prefer that Anya bring you along to meet Yadel and then have a conversation with you after, or Anya come talk to you first and then go see Yadel by herself. One, 100% Ross is going to want to go with you to go see Yadel. Cool. Even if you try to have a conversation with her, she's if you mention vaguely like, oh, I'm going to talk to Yadel after this, Ross will be like, no, no we go now. Yeah, go cool. Now. Um, no, in that case, um, Anya, because either way, that was going to happen. So there's a bit of table talk for you guys. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Anya, once she has left the room um, with Newman, uh, she does on her way past sort of uh she slows down a little bit at Bertie's door just to hear um just to have a little listen and see if she can hear um general movement and whether Ross is still in there and also if there's anything of note that she would hear Bertie's upset (laughs) She, yeah. she nods, yeah, and like has a s- sort of solemn look on her face, but um, continues, uh, and then time for you to cry now. <laughs> yeah. um, and he's like, mm, "Birdie, I've been there, babes," <laughs> <laughs> and then wanders down the stairs in search of Ross. Okay. Probably doesn't take you too long to find her. Where would Anya find Ross? Uh, she would be just at any table with <laughs> fantasy scrambled eggs. And, <laughs> and they're just eggs. scrambled eggs. But they're fantasy and they're uh, coffee. <laughs> um, and she's just sitting there. It, it's. It would be very similar to how Ross has been found by the party before, where she's got like her one her chin in like one hand and she's kind of picking at her food and she just looks so like just vacant, I guess is the word for it. But as soon as she heard any kind of movement from Anya, which is probably literally when Anya's standing right next to her, she would immediately just kind of look double take and then just sit straight up so good morning so what happens is um anya quietly approaches the table um she steals a fork from another table a clean one um and she sits down silently at the table and then um drags the scrambled eggs towards herself and starts eating them. I paid for that. Well, you weren't eating them, so I thought someone might as well. I was. I haven't had breakfast. Well, 
that's not my fault. And she like playfully tries to pull the scrambled <laughs> eggs back, but only pulls them back like them. halfway so they can yeah. eat the scrambled eggs. I will say, since um, you are insistent on them being fantasy scrambled eggs, <laughs> these are axe beak eggs and thus basically the size of like emu or ostrich eggs. So there's only two to a serving. Oh, like half an egg. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it's 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 a full egg, but that is a massive meal. And that kids is how you break your DM. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, we're um, eating our fantasy axe yeah. scrambled eggs. And it's just like, I somehow don't think that it was the eggs that you were thinking about. But, um, I met someone last night. Someone interesting. Her um, name, their name... What were their pronouns? Uh, Yadel is she, her. Awesome. Um, her name was, is Yadel. You spoke to Yadel? Oh, the sorts. Yadel sought out me. Really? What for? Ross, like, she's so interested. Yeah. Um, she wants to offer resources in exchange for our skills and expertise over the time that we are staying here and touching base. Okay. Okay. I was thinking more on it last night. She is interesting. I've never met anyone from the New Arcadian branch before, but I've heard of them. They're hearty, strong, have to be up here. She was, um, she made me feel young a little, not by much, but a little. And that's not something that humans can do often. No mean feat. So I think while I'm not sure whether I trust all of this organization yet, as is wise to do when working with any organization, um, she, I think we can trust her to an extent. I guess what I mean to say is I have an idea and I'm going to speak to her. And I wanted to know if you wanted to come with me. Of course. I thought that would be what you would say. Uh, This is my stomping ground, technically. But yes, (laughs) it's, um, I suppose as close to home as you've gotten so far, so. Well, as close to home as home. But here is familiar, and that's good enough. You know what I mean. <laughs> um, 
we can finish breakfast. <laughs> I, sorry for interrupting. <laughs> no, no, it's it's fine. Who else would steal my eggs? Well, Newman eats enough for an army, so he always gets sun. I uh, I had the juice. Well, I saw that you stayed with Betty last night. I did. Are you okay? Future King. Anya visibly doesn't react to that. Um, in one way or another, she just looks at Ross. I mean, I feel like shit, but that is neither here nor there. And we have a meeting to get to. After Yeti. After Yeti. After we speak with you. They finish their breakfast and then they go to Yedo. Yep. Okay. Ah, greetings, Anya and Ross. I take it you have thought about my, uh, what we spoke of last night? I have only had the opportunity to speak to Ross so far. Well, that's incorrect. I've had many opportunities to speak to the rest of my allies, but I just... You understand. I understand. They need time. Yes. I have had an idea, and I am certain of it. Once everyone is in the fold, they will also have ideas. I think one of the good things about us is that they're all so different. So different sometimes. Of course. I I am hoping to put together a whisper of doubt. Hmm. Last night I was thinking about what is most frustrating and difficult for us when it comes to the wizards and what hurts us the most when when we are trying our best and trying to uh, plan our attacks. And that's misinformation. Yes. I want for us to start planting agents of misinformation, not just in one place, in many. They need to be quiet, stealthy, and blend in. But if we can spread misinformation amongst the masses of what our actions are, of where we plan to hit next, strategized leaks, we can hit them as hard as they hit us yesterday.
it will give us an opportunity to have freedom to attack where we want and that confusion. This is a worthwhile course of action. It's a good plan. Okay. Shall we uh, engage in it immediately? Gather resources and send people out to spread word. I think the sooner the better. Of course. I... I think if we have three different loops of misinformation running around different circles, that should scatter to the winds enough that they will not know specifically where we will hit next. Now, Darby, I have no idea mechanically what I'm rolling or what I'm doing. Apologies. So, there are... (laughs) New systems are hard for me. Yes. There are are two possible ways that we could apply this uh, directly. There is either the false orders feature that you have as as an underworld syndicate. Um, So, as a domain action, you can make an espionage test against an opposed domain's communications on a success at the end of the next deployment so that's when there is a warfare scenario um mm-hmm. you can move one of the opposed domains uh tier one artillery or infantry units to any space on your side of the field or it is um the other thing that uh this would be represented by would be uh, decreasing um the resolve defense of the Wizards of the Rhodes. I feel like that um, the second one, the decreasing of the resolve would probably fit a bit better to Anya's intentions. Yes. Because it's less so much a strategy for us to get an upper hand as it is for them to be out of the loop. Yes. Um, so you could you could also do the same thing, but to their communications as well, um, to kind of, if, if your essential, if your plan is essentially to signal jam, to make it more difficult for the wizards to communicate amongst themselves, um, succinctly, um, mm-hmm. see, I, that's difficult because I don't think um, it's necessarily to do with their communication with each other as it is okay. to do with their communication in regards to us. So I think it would probably be resolve more than yeah. communication. So the result, the resolve is about yeah. the the whole organisation down to the lowliest grunt and like basically how loyal they are, how committed, how engaged they are in the day to day. How um, yeah. So, yeah. Essentially, if you if you take this from normal to if you succeed and take this from normal to the minus one discontented, uh, basically uh, you can slow down um, the 
the acts of uh, the wizards. Yeah, well, from Anya's perspective, the first thing that both her and Newman did um, yesterday, once they'd figured out that it was a gap in communication, was be upset with the place where the communication came from. So I think that fits very, very well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do I do? What do I roll? So, what am I doing? Ah. So this is, <laughs> um, I so you make a domain skill uh, test of the appropriate, um, of the appropriate type. I believe this probably falls under operations. So that is a plus four. Um, you also once per intrigue. You can, if you are, if you have proficiency in a relevant skill, you can add your proficiency bonus to, um, to a test. So for operations, the relevant skills are, uh, where are they? The, uh, athletics and insight. So she has a very she's proficient in um athletics and she is she's an expert, expert in insight so I, I don't know if that adds anything to i i don't know if uh, the rules account way, for expertise but i would nine i i so oh, you're no, not plus 10 yeah so um i would say because you have an expertise i i would let that expertise count um Oh god! What does so, expertise add to proficiency? Um, so it, double it doubles proficiency? your proficiency. So, so you are <laughs> working with a plus sixteen here. Sixteen against. Ooh, that's disgusting. You are working with plus sixteen because this isn't your skill. You don't get reliable talent to it. Um, yeah, that's fine. But uh, yeah, you get. Um, so you are rolling against their resolve. What's a 17 plus 16, Dumpty? Oh, oh, oh. Uh, That's gross. 33. That's a 33, right? Yeah. So their resolve is at a minus one. And um, yeah, that is your first domain action as a party. And that is today's domain action. Now the wizards get to make a domain action of their own. Um, we get to know a little bit ill. Yes, you do. Uh, you do get to know what it is. So, I need to conf- So, they are going to... This stage, they're... They're just going to... Um... Oh, they get... They have something that is a bonus action as well. Um... So they are going to use a bonus action and an action. Um, so bastards. Uh, Why so, didn't we get one of those? Because um, they're bigger than us. I get it. No, because of the type of domain they are. Because as a mystic circle, they have the unravel sorcery um, domain uh, bonus action. Who? Um, which allows them to uh so once per intrigue as a domain bonus action they can make a law test 
against your communications to learn about the magical abilities of one of your officers, so one of the five party members. On a success, they learn... Speak it, Sam, because that's funny. <laughs> on, on, a Sam. on a success... It's funny, he worked for them. On a success, they know what spells you know and have prepared and have advantage, uh, and they have advantage on saving throws against spells and other magical effects used by that officer until the end of the intrigue. So, um, they are, doesn't matter who um, it is, I, I still roll a law. They're not gonna use a proficiency on this yet. It's not, it's not that big a deal at this point. Um, so, they are rolling at a plus four against your... And they need to beat a... 17, your communications defense. Okay. Come on, baby. And that is a 22. Yikes. So they know... You make it. Yeah, I'm going to roll a d6. Um, one is Birdie, two is Anya, three is Newman, four is Ross, five is Sam, six I re-roll. Two. So they know every spell that Anya has access to, <laughs> as well as her... <laughs> Her, uh, as well as her, um, yeah, uh, and they have advantage on any saving throws against spells and other magical effects used by her. Anya been right. bragging about their spells. <laughs> she, they'll think that she's a really powerful sorcerer. Um, and then they'll realize that sometimes she makes uh, constitution saves as to whether or not the spell will actually work in the first place. So that one's on them. That's uh, a bad strat. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the dice fell where they may. Um, and for their action, I am going to have them. Uh, they're going to try to they're going to try to um, undermine your communications with some espionage. So again, this is a plus Ooh. four against your uh, communications. That is a natural one <laughs> for a total hey, of five. Get fucked! <laughs> Does that mean they all they Can't learned was the misinformation? <laughs> um, no, it doesn't quite work like that. But so that that was them trying to you know what so the flavor of that is that they 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 tried uh the sub really obvious sketchy guy came into the tavern and was immediately slain by by members <laughs> of the oh they do not mess around <laughs> actually immediately immediately captured because he could be useful <laughs> I was gonna say, like some 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 sketchy guy walks in, everyone in the bar votes, and they die. Like, <laughs> yeah. but yes, you have you have a a basically a grunt um, that you can question, I guess, if you want. They're not gonna know much. Um, but... They're gonna see Sam walking around and be like, "Hang on, wait a minute, <laughs> wait a god dang second. I know that one. <laughs> All right. 
So that's today's domain actions. Ooh. Nice, sexy. Uh, you can now proceed. are in motion. They are. I think, Newman was um, oblivious to all of this. <laughs> he was just making a cloak all day. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's time you and I had a drink and a chat. Yes? I could absolutely use a drink. Yes. Let's do it. I, um, I have a spot, uh, up on the roof. Bring the wine. Yeah, absolutely. I'll see you in a get wine. Ross this little salute and then uh yeah gets wine goes to uh she'll get um she'll get a nice wine from this <laughs> fake front of a bar so okay that's I don't know what um time it theoretically is after we've been doing espionage for most of the day. Can I assume at this point it's evening? Um, yeah. Cool. Um, Anya sneaks into the kitchen. She gets, um, she's going to steal like a basket and she's going to grab a whole bunch of breads, cheeses and pastries. Um, and then she is going to um yeah so she's gonna grab a whole bunch of them like an excessive amount um and then slink out of the kitchen i can roll a stealth if you want or a thief's hand thief stealing whatever the stealing one is um sleight of hand (laughs) sleight of hand don't bother. I rolled a natural six on a on a perception check. I was going to say her minimum for either yeah. of them are twenty seven. Yes. Um. And she then is going to hoist herself up onto the roof. I'm assuming Ross would already be there if she's made a little pit stop. Yeah. Uh, oh. Ross would have paused in like the hallway and just looked at Birdie's room. And just quietly been like, fuck. Fuck. She would have gone to talk to him and then just... Just sighed. And then gone up to the roof. Um, So Anya, she pulls herself up onto the roof. Um... And she nods at Ross um, and makes a sort of wait there motion. And then she wanders over to the part of the roof that's above Bertie's bedroom. Um, And she kind of, in a little bit of an acrobatic feat, um, sort of swings herself down and uh, through the window, she's going to try and open it. What am I rolling? Because this is definitely a rolling feat. <laughs> it would. It sounds like acrobatics. Oh, she's got um, proficiency in that, which helps uh, a lot. 
She is also trying to do it stealthily, so I can roll a stealth too if you want. Cool. Cool. Um, so the lower of that one was a 22. <laughs> She's good at acrobatics. Um, and I'll do the stealth, which is a 27. Um, and she is just going to sort of swing the basket into Bertie's bedroom onto like a table or something and then close the window <laughs> and then sort of pivot herself back up. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Sorry, I um... Uh... When Bryn died, I didn't eat for like a week. I might be projecting, but I just want to make sure that that Bertie is taking care of himself. That's really good of you, Anya. I'm sure you could knock, but (laughs) you appreciate it. And you know, to be fair, and she like just sits down on the roof. Who amongst us isn't projecting onto Birdie at this point, so... (laughs) Anya, um... She just sits down very quietly. And she, um... Crosses her legs, um... And sort of sits parallel to Russ. And she's like... Rovari. Hmm. Let's open this wine. Hmm? Absolutely. She um, <laughs> pops the cork on it. I'm assuming it's corked. Um, and takes a swig from the bottle. <laughs> And then passes it over yeah. to Ross. Ross takes a very long swig from the bottle. And then she kind of pulls her knees up and she has her elbows draped on her knees with her hands just kind of dangling as she puts the wine bottle back on the ground. <sighs> I have to talk about it, don't I? It's part of why I'm here. I mean, really, you are autonomous. You don't have to talk about anything if you don't want to. But I think you know you need to. No, I need to just make it good. Depends at what point you want to start. Okay. Okay. She picks up the ball, she takes another swig, she puts it down. And she kind of looks up at the sky and she like knits her fingers together where they're like resting on her knees. There's this theory in um, tragedy, like theatrical tragedy, about like how audiences um, view it, why, what makes it tragic. 
you know, what makes watching a tragic thing tragic versus just watching someone go through shit for no reason, you know, because there's a difference. And one of the things people talk about is this idea that tragedy is tragedy because when you are in it, it is unavoidable. And from the outside, there is always an easy solution. Uh, so, for instance, Anya, uh, you're maybe a bad person to use in this example, but let's say you're carrying a, a basket of cheeses uh, and you're going to swing off the roof and put them through Bertie's window, right? Right. Now, let's say you, you hadn't physically just done that. You were imagining it, or I were imagining I was doing that. I can imagine all the ways I would do that, you know? And let's say, in this example, we were to say, you swing to put the basket of cheeses in Bertie's room and you slip. And you think, when you're imagining going through that situation, of all the ways you would catch yourself, prevent any kind of injury, land on the awning below or on the street or catch yourself on the windowsill and cartwheel in without even getting dust on the cheese. You think of all the ways you can do this properly and well and no one gets hurt, least of all you. And then you do it. And you can't guarantee any of that is actually going to happen. You could fall, you could die, you could spill the cheese everywhere and one of them could hit Birdie in the face and he'd get really upset about it. <laughs> you, you know, and you can apply that to anything. A man makes a flesh golem, teaches it to tap dance and the townspeople chase it with pitchforks and you watch this and you say, ah, oh, I would have just spoken to it. It would have been fine. You watch a young man try to reconcile the death of his father as he takes an oath of vengeance to kill his uncle who did it, and you think, I would have waited. I would have killed him earlier. I wouldn't have waited until he wasn't praying. You think of all the ways you would do it better, but a part of your brain knows. These characters aren't making those decisions because a better option exists. There's no way you swing through that window you know deep in you the only difference between you and the person living through that tragedy is a matter of context and the flimsy ideal of reality that you can think it through better there is a thin line between you and them and you want to believe that you are firmly on one side and they are on the other. And I thought, after last year, after, frankly, having far too much of an emotional response to certain situations, that I knew what to do. I thought I could talk to the golem, avenge my uncle, swing through the window. 
I can't. I'm falling. I haven't landed yet, but I'm falling. And I feel like a hypocrite. <laughs> and I feel like a shitty friend. And I feel like I should be better. I should be doing better, but that's... But I'm still falling. You know, so... That's... Anya, um, she reaches for the bottle. She takes a long swig. And then she kind of shrugs a little bit. And she's like, Rupari, what happens when you hit the bottom? I don't know. I'm trying not to. I'm bracing for a landing that may not even happen. There are a few things in life I know to be constant. People will always make bad choices. Intent or no. Not everyone, but just people as a whole. And we can't stop that. It will happen. Newman will never stop talking. Ever. That just won't happen. <laughs> and that in spite of all things magical or otherwise, we all eventually land. What happens when you fall is that you land. And you can think about how you are falling or why you are falling or the ways you could have done things better or the ways you could have done things worse or the ways someone else in your situation would have done it better or worse or wrong or right. But regardless, you are falling you will land and maybe when you land you will just be winded for a moment and then stand back up and try again or maybe you will break your ankle and not be able to walk maybe you will break your spine maybe you will land on a branch and get gouged out and be bleeding everywhere maybe you will just die peacefully maybe there will be someone at the bottom to catch you. But regardless, you will land. I don't want you to make the mistake of thinking that I am trying to make this about me with what I say next. I think it can be difficult with the way I communicate sometimes that I 
I will explain a situation that I feel is familiar and that can sometimes be a misstep because I don't realize that's making it about me. So I want you to know when I'm saying this, it's not a reflection of that. Last year, I was the person who fell off the roof. I was falling and I was scrambling and I spent too long thinking of all the ways that I could try and stop myself from falling or try and fix the fact that I had fell then thinking about the ground that was rapidly coming up to catch me. And I fell. I fell hard. I fell to a point where I did not know if things would ever really be okay between you and I, between Caius and I, by the gods, even between Bertie, Newman, Rook, and I. Because it felt like I was scrambling for that rooftop. The roof is gone. We've slipped. I don't think that any of us could have prevented falling off this roof. Uravari, you are one of the bravest people I know. You are fighting for something so much bigger than yourself, and you know that. No one... It may feel like everyone right now is watching, or judging, or that we are at a point where we are the tragedy that is being watched, where any action we make is being judged or is going to lead to someone saying, oh, I could have done that better, or I could have done that different or why didn't they just do this or that but really no one is watching this isn't the theater this isn't some performance when you think that maybe we are on this stage where we have to show the world our actions. Bryn and I um, once, just before the war started, we, we had been part of an adventuring party. And in this party, we uh, had 
banded together to fight off a um, archmage who had taken control of a part of a small town just on the outskirts of of uh, I can't remember the uh, Hallorum. Thank you. Sorry. Thank you. Just on the outskirts of and we there was pressure there where it felt like every action that was happening was the be all and end all of this town. We felt like the entire town had everything resting on us. And after we defeated this Archmage, we were exhausted and stopped. We found a little cabin that was not too far out of Halbert. And there was an old gnomish couple that lived there. And they opened the door and they looked at us and they were like, Hey, fuck off. <laughs> and um, Bryn, at the time, she was a bit taken aback by that. She was like, We have just been fighting for many hours. We just need somewhere to rest. Can we at least camp near your lands? This, we just need to rest. And they turned to her and they said, Lady, I don't know who the fuck you are, but get out of our property. (laughs) In spite of the fact that we had just saved their entire town from something so dangerous and so full of ruin, they didn't know who we are. They didn't know what we had done. And more importantly, they didn't care. We might all be doing this for the greater good in one way or to save the kingdoms, to save the continents, to save everyday people. But you should also be doing it for yourself, Robert. And really, that should be the only person who it's important if they are watching. Not the common folk, not me, not Newman or Bertie, certainly not Sam. (laughs) Although I do understand that. Thank you. But it's against all instinct. I haven't really cared about about what the outside world thinks. It um, will save Karas. Hell or high water will save it. 
I will. Newman will. If we die trying, we die trying. It's... I just don't have it in me to only care about me. Or to only I'm care what I think. not asking you to only care about you. No, but... I'm just asking I... you to put yourself first for a change. Now you've been spending too much time with Newman. Well, sometimes... Oh, I didn't talk to him about his goddamn joke. <laughs> he loves Sometimes that joke. he's right about things. He's often right about things. More often than some people care to admit. Mm-hmm. But it's... I don't know, Anya. Everything about this mission has me on the back foot. Even down to the fact Sam's here. I... He's not meant to... Again, I know I can't keep saying what should be and what shouldn't be because the universe has just grabbed us all by the throat and decreed what is, but... I... What I can change is how I'm dealing with things now, and I can't help but feel like I'm not. I don't think you can change how you're dealing with things, Kravari. I don't think any of us can. Do you think I would have... It's not about how we deal with things. But I... I... I've spent so long getting to the place I am with with Buddy as a friend, and, it, and I don't know how to talk to him. I don't know what to say, and it's not, it's not, he, it's not like I look at him and see me, I don't see me, I just, that's the problem. I want to be there for him the way I needed someone there for me, but he doesn't need that. But I don't know what else to give. All this time being whatever people wanted me to be, I can't be it for someone I actually care about. I can't... Fuck. Oh, God. I didn't want to cry. I didn't want to cry. I... Anya passes the bottle over to Ross. Thank you. And she's like, here's the funny thing about Bertie. I am not a very easy person to get along with. You'll forgive me for laughing. You are forgiven. (laughs) You can laugh as much as many. I, when Bertie and I first met, did a lot of projecting of my own, of danger that I knew that I 
was part of in the same ways that he was of choices that I knew I had already made that I was fearing that he was making and Bertie despite how we began when I did the thing that was truly terrifying and trusted that he would still be there for me when I stopped. When I stopped trying, he was there. Durvari, he has so much about you. But I'm going to give you a bit of hard advice that you're not going to like at all because you know that that is who I am. And in spite of that, you are also still here and someone who I am delighted to call a close friend. You need to let him process this for him. This isn't about your friendship with Bertie or what you can do best for him or the ways that you can best support him. It's about him. I made that mistake over a year ago when a close friend of mine got brought back to life. So trust me when I say I'm speaking from experience. I know. Ask him what he needs and he will tell you. And if that's space, sometimes that just needs space. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. God, you know, I hate it when you're right. Most people do. It's quite odd. It's almost like when I'm right, the most cynical option is um, the option in front of us. Bizarre, that. I know. You're right so often, though. I wish I wasn't. I just... I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'll... He did ask for space, I'll... I'm not going to be a bitch about it. Ravari. We're very different, you and I, in a lot of ways. And I don't want you to overthink this. 
but at the moment you're being a little bit too much like me. <sighs> and that isn't always a bad thing, but it shouldn't be a burden for someone so young to wear. So just I am here and I will listen and you know that I am not ever in a state where I can judge and be correct. So yeah. If you need it. You know what, Anya? I'm absolutely going to take you up on that. Then she takes a massive <laughs> swig of the wine. And we we can cut away for now and come back to this okay. later. And in that case, that's where we're going to leave it for this week's episode. Hey. Alright, um, so thank you for listening, everybody. Sorry for listening, See you guys. Next week. Sorry, Sorry for listening. See you next time. Bye. Bye. your friends. Just so tasty yeah. and nice and interesting to see Anya just be like very compassionate. So not that she's not it's compassionate. So weird. So both Ross and Newman was just yeah. oh, very tasty. Yeah. Yeah. Very Her just basically sitting Ross and Newman down and being like, "Both of you, too much like me. <laughs> like me. Face. This is enough. <laughs> Chill this down. Enough. No, I am the one of the party that is like this." <laughs> Both of them are just like, what are you saying? We're fine. It's cool. Yeah. You, Although Ross and Newman, she's not like... okay. So... Yeah. Newman's fine. Yeah, Newman's just like, I just want to eat breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs>